This is the Healthy Free Life Show, where you're going to learn a new way to eat and live healthy for the glory of God. I'm your health coach, Katrina Sequenzia, and I'm on a mission to help Christians get healthy, ditch disease, lose weight, and find food freedom. So if you're ready to get healthy and free so you can live that abundant life that you've been promised, then let's do the thing. A big mistake most people make is thinking that willpower is what they need in order to stick to a healthy way of eating, or that willpower is what's going to help them to get through a diet, or that willpower is what will help them to give up sugar, or whatever it is. And listen, I get it. Everyone tells you that if you fail at dieting, or you fail at giving up sugar, or you fail at trying to eat healthy, that you just didn't have enough willpower. And then we believe it, and we put it on repeat in our head feeling like a failure each time we fail to reach our goals. And it's so easy to fall into this trap. But let me ask you a question. Do you think that everyone that you know who is healthy and fit, who appears to have an abundance of willpower, do you think that they have some magical willpower strength that you will never have? No. And you could actually end up never getting healthy if you hold on to the belief that willpower is what is required in order to get healthy, give up sugar, exercise, or whatever the goal that you are trying to achieve. In this episode, I want to help you to stop beating yourself up thinking you don't have enough willpower. I'm going to teach you what willpower actually is. And most importantly, I want to teach you how to increase your willpower so that you can have some bonus power to help you to reach those goals for your life and health. Yes and amen. You ready? Okay, so I was inspired by this episode by a member of the Healthy Free Life community. I host a free Facebook group called Healthy Free Life Community, and it is filled with over 30,000 amazing women, some men, of course. In this group, I post and encourage in the community daily. The members share their wins, their struggles, their encouragements, and they pray with each other. It's an amazing group. And if you're interested in joining it, I'm going to put the link in the episode notes for you. There's a dear member in the group. Her name is Linda. And Linda shared a struggle in the group. And here's what her post said. I can't seem to make it a whole day without slipping up. I wish I had more willpower. Ugh. Can you relate? I can't make it a whole day without slipping up. I wish I had more willpower. Listen, it happens. And yes, it even happens to me. So what is willpower exactly? I want you to think of willpower like a battery. It's not something that you have or you don't have. It's actually a battery. And just like a real battery, there are certain things that charge our willpower battery. And there are certain things that drain our willpower battery. Your willpower battery is charged and depleted by things that you are doing and experiencing in your life, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And it's not one thing that drains it. There's not one thing that charges it, but there are multiple things that can do so. Like for instance, sleep is something that charges our willpower battery. Do you ever notice that you wake up in the morning with more willpower to make a healthy choice? You eat a healthy breakfast. You may even get your exercise in. You're like, yes, today is going to be a great day. And then what happens? Well, your day happens to you, right? You have all these demands and your to-do list and your schedule and all the things. And by the end of the day, you're on the couch eating a bag of M&Ms, peanut M&Ms, might I add. Or maybe that's just me. Your battery can be drained by your day. 
Your battery can be drained by your week, right? You're superwoman on Monday, and then by Thursday, you're grabbing a Big Mac for lunch. Your battery can be drained by your month. If you're a woman who is still menstruating, then you're going to have more willpower at the beginning of your cycle than at the end. Your battery can also be drained by the seasons in your life. So let's talk about the top 10 things that can drain your battery. These aren't the only things, but these are definitely ones that we can be more aware of. First is self-criticism, self-condemnation. Listen, we are our own worst enemy, aren't we? So by Linda beating herself up over the fact that she can't make it through her day without slipping up, this is in fact draining her willpower battery. I mean, how ironic is that? It's like a vicious cycle, right? The second thing that can drain our battery is self-restraint. By restraining yourself from something, like the cookies that you eat every afternoon, or depriving yourself of those cookies is draining your willpower battery. Number three, self-editing. Self-editing is a couple things. First, it's internal self-regulation. Like, I better not say this, or I better not say that. I better not do this or do that. Continually calculating your interactions with others, or worse, replaying past interactions with others in an attempt to reconcile that situation. Self-editing is also an internal to-do list. I need to do this. I should do that. I can't forget about this. It's the internal chatter of what you need to do. And I got to tell you, this is a big issue for me personally. I feel like I am continually managing four lists in my head. I need to do this. I have to do this. I should do this. Oh gosh, I wish I could do that. It can be so draining. Number four, stress. Stress is a huge willpower drainer. And if you have continual stress in your life, you will never have a full battery. And I don't know about you, but I have constant stressors in my life, and it's part of this fallen world. Am I right? But it's not just the stress that you may think of, like the situations in your life that are stressful, but there's also internal stressors that drain your willpower battery. In fact, dieting is a stressor to your body. Yes, it's stressful to do the diet, and then also internally, it's stressful to your metabolism. It drains your willpower battery. Or the stress of eating unhealthy, that is also a huge stressor that drains. If you are overweight, that is a stressor to your body. It drains your willpower battery. Remember, our battery is comprised of what we do and experience emotionally, mentally, and physically. And we can experience stress in all of these areas. Number five, negative emotions. Negative emotions drain our battery. Number six, thinking and learning drains our batteries, right? Why do you think they feed us donuts at trainings? Number seven, low blood sugar. That kind of goes back into that unhealthy eating thing. If we're taking our blood sugar on a roller coaster through our day, our battery will continue to be depleted as our day goes on. Number eight, sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation is huge. I make completely different choices and have a completely different day than 
when I have sleep and when I don't have sleep. When I have a great night's sleep, I wake up motivated, I wake up with a full charged battery, and I can make great choices that can last throughout my day. But you get me on a really bad night's sleep, if I've only had a few hours, I wake up grumpy, I'm not going to have the same attitude or get the same things accomplished as I do on my well-rested days. Next up is device time. Whether that's computer or phone or tablet, whatever it is, if we use our devices in ways that are not filling, then these can also drain our battery. And lastly, number 10, television. Television is one of those things that can drain our battery or can actually charge our battery. And it can drain our battery when we are choosing to use television to just completely gap out without any attention to anything else. It's not intentional TV watching. We are just sitting there and really not doing things that truly fill us. We're just using it to fill a void. We can also use television in a way to fill up our batteries, to charge our batteries. So for example, we have movie night every single Friday night together. It's an intentional time we spend as a family watching a new movie. And we love this time. It is super filling of my battery. It helps me to know there's something at the end of my day. We sit and we snuggle on the couch together and it's an enjoyable time. TV can, in fact, fill and charge our batteries. It's up to us to determine which one drains versus which one charges. So listen, basically, life itself drains our battery. So let me tell you what happens when your willpower battery is drained. It causes your brain to switch on the reward and habit centers of the brain and switch off the motivation centers of the brain. So with the drained battery, you will seek pleasure and go back to old habits and you will have no motivation to do what you intended to do. So with the drained willpower battery, you cannot expect yourself to want to do anything other than sit on the couch and eat a bag of peanut M&Ms. This is a biological response to the lifestyle you are living. There is nothing wrong with you. You slipping up at the end of the day is inevitable. You are continuously living with a depleted willpower battery. And let me take just a little side note here. If you slip up every single day at the same time, yes, it is probably a depleted willpower battery issue, but it is also a habit issue. Your brain is wired for habits and it works to complete the habit loop every time it is triggered to do so. And I'm going to talk more about habits and bad habits in more depth in future episodes. But also know that if you are slipping up at the end of the day or you can do great Monday through Friday and you slip up on the weekends, slipping up and giving into foods that you meant to resist can also be a sign of too little calories during your day. My husband, Chris, and I talk about this in episode 10, where we talk about the top nine reasons why diets fail. Again, you cannot biologically resist your body's biological response to you not eating enough. This leads to cravings and hunger, something that you will not be able to resist. Okay, side note done. Now let's talk about what charges our willpower battery, because this is going to require some work on your part, mostly in the form of self-care, which if you're anything like me, self-care is not something that comes to you easily. I am a caretaker by nature. 
I will put caring for others in front of myself. I will put work in front of caring for me. I will put myself and caring for myself on the back burner whenever I get the chance. I will keep commitments to others and I will break promises to myself time after time. So if any of that sounds familiar to you, then let's link arms and let's work to learn to care for ourselves better. Because listen, we cannot pour out to others from a place of lack. We can only pour out to others from a place of abundance. And abundance is found in us when we are healthy and well cared for, body, mind, and spirit. Amen? And no one's going to take care of us but us. So how do we do that? Well, instead of self-criticism, instead of self-condemnation, instead of continuously self-editing yourself, we, learn, we need to learn to practice self-acceptance. We need to learn to practice self-love. We need to discover how to have compassion for ourselves, to treat ourselves as others would treat us, to treat ourselves as a loving mother. We need to mother ourselves, not condemn ourselves. And then and instead of negative emotions that we constantly can have swirling within us, we need to squelch those and learn to experience more positive emotions. And listen, self-love and positive emotions. If you have lived a lifetime in self-condemnation or negative emotions, then you may need some support to overcome these. This is where a great Christian counselor can help you to begin to unravel and rewire your brains so that you can create new pathways that lead to more love and peace and joy. All right, now let's talk about stress. Stress drains the willpower battery. So how do you deal with it? I'm only going to touch just real briefly on stress here as we're going to dive more into stress in depth in future episodes. My belief on stress is that just like the serenity prayer, we have stress in our lives that we can do something about, and we have stress in our lives that we can do nothing about. And we need to have the discernment to know the difference so that we can take action. And again, we may need the support of a great counselor to help us to know the difference between the two and to help us to begin to find new ways to cope with and to deal with the stressors in our life, especially the ones that we do have the capacity to change or at least change our response. But at the end of the day, I have kids, I have a husband, I have a family, I need to pay the bills, I have responsibilities, so many things to do. And while yes, I wish sometimes I could just go live in a, bu a bubble and avoid all the stress, this is not possible. But it doesn't mean that we can't do something about the stress that we do experience in the daily life. We can't erase the stress, but we can minimize the effects on our body, we can minimize the effects on our mind, and we can minimize the effects on our emotions and ultimately recharge our willpower battery by doing something very important. And it's called rest-based activities. I will have a whole podcast or more dedicated to rest-based living and how vitally important it is and how to create a lifestyle of rest. Rest is so important that it is actually one of the seven habits of a healthy, free life. We must develop the habit of rest in our life. We need to rest during our day. We need to have periods of rest in our week. We need more rest in our life and intentional rest, rest that restores and recharges. So let me give you a list of ideas of how we can begin to create rest in our lives. So listen, sleeping, 
Sleeping is so vitally important. Again, we're going to have many episodes probably on sleep, but sleep is so vitally important that we get deep, restorative, quality, quantity of sleep every single day. This restores our battery, I believe, more than anything else. But also napping or hot baths and showers. How about some quiet me time? But also together time with loved ones. As long as it's not stressful, togetherness can recharge our battery. Time with pets, cuddling and stroking our pets can charge our batteries. Creative pursuits can charge our batteries. Maybe you like to knit or paint or scrapbook. Maybe there are activities that you have put down for the sake of raising children or caring for others or working. Maybe it's time to pick some of those things back up. Or reading time or journaling, listening to music, walking, walking especially in nature. Or just sitting in nature, being in nature is so charging to our battery. Just looking at the beauty around you, seeking to find beauty wherever you are, or just simply being still. Every day, we need to incorporate rest. And you can start small, even just a 15-minute break in your day. You can do that, right? So let me ask you, what will you do during your rest break today? Yes, the one you're going to take today. So for me, I'm going to take a break early this afternoon and I'm going to make myself a cup of jasmine green tea and I'm going to go sit on my porch, even if it's just five, 10 minutes, and I'm going to take in the beauty of the mountains surrounding me in my cabin. And listen, I can't talk about willpower without remembering true power. You see, God can strengthen us. God can renew us. God can restore us. Jesus tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, he says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And when we do that, listen, we're, we're accessing God power in that moment. It may remind you of God's power from Jeremiah 10, 12 through 13. God made the earth by his power. He founded the world by his wisdom and stretched out the heavens by his understanding. When he thunders, the waters in the heavens roar. He makes clouds rise from the ends of the earth. He sends lightning with the rain and brings out the wind from his storehouses. The same power that raised Jesus from the grave is alive and is active in you. So don't forget, you can tap into God power every day, every moment. We cannot depend on our own willpower, but we can depend on God power to see the journey through. Amen. And now let me leave you with this verse from John 16, 33. Jesus's great promise to us. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So take heart, dear one. Until next time. Bye for now.